Well, hey there, podcast listener. How are you today? Like, really? Because if I could be honest, you're looking a little stressed out. And that's okay, because I've got your back. Because if you are feeling stressed out with life and work, left to feel unfulfilled, stuck, and ready for a new chapter to begin, well, I'm inviting you to change that. Because I want you to sit down with me and let's figure out a plan together, your life's roadmap, taking you from where you are right now and getting you to where you want to be. All you have to do is head on over to workwithkevin.coach. That is workwithkevin.coach to sign up. Until then, enjoy today's episode. Welcome to The Lowdown on Life and Travel, the podcast that informs, entertains, and inspires as you're taking on a journey to see the world from a different view. The view of a luxury travel advisor who just so happens to be completely blind. Here's your host, Kevin Lowe. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Lowe, and this episode is coming to you the first week of February, where we are starting a series on all things romance travel. Why romance travel? Well, because it's February, and we've got Valentine's Day coming up in a couple of weeks. And, well, we're hoping you've got somebody in your life you're loving on. And, well, what better way to do that than by setting off on some amazing, luxurious, romantic getaway, however that may look for you. Today, in episode number 26, we're diving into honeymoons. I think most people, when they're thinking of romance travel, romantic getaways, first thing that comes to mind is honeymoons, and that's what I thought we should kick things off with. And it's not just me talking to you about honeymoons, no. I've brought on an amazing guest with me. Her name is Shannon Cunningham. Shannon, she's been a friend of mine for quite some time, as I know her through the travel industry. And well, I know her as the lady who knows romance travel, especially these amazing honeymoons like none other. Shannon, she's amazing. She actually has her company now, Inspired by Shannon, where she works with other travel agents, helping them with their own businesses as well. So she's just an amazing person. And you know what? If you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, you know what? Let's go ahead and tune it off. I'm tired of it. I'm not in the mood for listening to honeymoons. I'm single or I don't like my spouse, whatever it is. I encourage you to go ahead and stick around because I realized through the conversation with Shannon that this episode was actually developing into something even more meaningful than just a honeymoon. You'll just have to listen to find out what I'm talking about. So before we dive in, of course, I want us to get a word from our sponsor, Amadri. Have you ever wished the process for packing for your next vacation could be just a little bit simpler? It's always a hassle trying to figure out what exactly you should pack. I mean, you're not sure what the weather conditions are going to be like, what you're going to need. Well, thanks to Amadri, that process is made a little bit more simple. Travel agents, imagine upping your level of service offered to your clients by having a personally curated packing list specific for the destination they're traveling to, specific for the weather conditions that they will be encountering, and all right there, easy for them to figure out what they need, what they still need to purchase, because it's all right there on your own 
customized online travel store. That's right. Amadri lets you create your own online store with everything you could possibly think of for your next vacation. It's a wonderful opportunity for you to provide another level of service to your clients. If you're interested, be sure to check out the show notes where you can find out more. And also, you can take a look at my own travel store, the Better Days Travel Store, that is also linked in the show notes. All right, guys, I am here today with Shannon Cunningham. Shannon, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, Kevin. I'm excited to be here. Well, wonderful. Well, you, out of everyone I could think of to have on my podcast for launching a uh, month-long episodes of all things romance travel, you were the one person I was like, I've got to have Shannon on the podcast. So thank you for coming. Oh, I'm excited to be here. And, you know, I love to talk about romance travel, especially with fellow travel entrepreneurs. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Well, today we are going to focus on honeymoons. I think that's, I think probably when most people think of romance travel, I think that's probably the one thing that most people think of is the honeymoon. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. You know, generally people think of it as the honeymoon. And then years down the road, they need to be reminded that the honeymoon's not just at the beginning of the marriage. They can do other honeymoons and still have romance travel that it's very important in a relationship. See, that's exactly why I had you on, because I love I love that attitude towards it. I think that's awesome. Yes, absolutely. You've got to keep the spark alive. Absolutely. Well, wonderful. Well, well, let's see. I'm kind of looking over some topics I wanted us to cover today. What do you think it is that there is so much emphasis put on the honeymoon? Why do you think that is? Well, I think... Just because people are, you know, getting married and, you know... Years ago, people didn't live together as much as they do nowadays. You know, couples were getting married a lot younger. So they were coming from their homes with their parents or college dorms and apartments. And this was going to be the first time they were actually going to be together with their spouse. So it just was traditional to celebrate with a trip and start, you know, start your marriage off going somewhere is exciting. Absolutely. And now, yeah. you know, with so many more couples getting married at a at a later age in life, you know, after college, after graduate school and things like that, after getting their careers going, a lot of them have already taken a lot of trips together and they've spent, you know, they're living together. So it's not something so new. And so As travel advisors, we need to emphasize why the honeymoon is so important and why it needs to be experienced as something new together. You know, you're starting your happily ever after off and it's good to start it in a new place that you've both never been before. And it's good to start it off like with any relationship or any phase of a relationship with a good foundation. So now your your relationship is moving into the marriage phase. So it's good to start it off with a good foundation and what better way than to go off somewhere where you're disconnected from the world or you should be as disconnected as possible and focusing on each other and experiencing new things together. That's great. That kind of leads into to the next question I had for you was like, what aspects do you feel truly make a honeymoon 
the magical trip that it is. And I think you're kind of touching on that with a place you've never been before. And yep. yes, a place you've never been before doing things you've never done together. Even if it's, you know, trying new foods together or a new adventure together, you know, zip lining together or whatever it is and being totally present on the trip with each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, like, what's your feeling? Does it depend on the couple or or is it something that you always recommend for people is trying to be sure that there's those touches of like pure romance, like rose petals on the bed and, and, you know, private transfers in like a luxury car, stuff like that? Or do you? Yeah, that, I think that depends on the couples because there are some couples where like, you know, candlelight dinners and rose petals and things like that. Yeah, that's typical romance. But then you might also have couples like me and my husband and I call a romantic date a day spent in New Orleans in the Superdome high-fiving <laughs> each other I love at it. football games. That's romance to me. You know, it just depends on the relationship and the couple. So you're saying pure romance isn't like they depict on The Bachelor? I don't think it is. <laughs> Believe it or not, I've maybe seen two episodes of that show. Okay. Just because I'm like, this if this is real, I don't want this to be real in my world. <laughs> that's just way too much drama for me. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Well, I live with my mom and sister. And and so living in a house of women with my sister, who is all about reality TV, I am all about some Bachelor and Bachelorette. And and we, we, we got to die. Who's going to go out next? So we've got her going on, <laughs> researching the Internet to find out who's going to get kicked off next. And <laughs> Oh, that's funny. We, we, that's awesome. We end up knowing the show before the show even, you know, really gets going. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people get a misconception from TVs and movies and reality shows big time because they're that's the furthest thing they are is real. <laughs> of <right>? course. <laughs> of course. Don't we know that in all aspects of life? I know. I know. So I think it just depends on the couple. And then that in turn, you know, and a lot of couples will say, well, my friends went here. You know, I talked to my friends and they loved this place. And so I want to go there. But I don't think that's how a couple should determine their honeymoon. You know, I think talking with your travel advisor and the travel advisor, getting to know them and what their definition of romance is. you know, what, what's special to them will determine on what type of honeymoon they take and where they go and the things they do. Absolutely. And that, that's basically, that was one thing that I wanted to ask you was your opinion on, you know, what, when a couple's looking at, at taking their honeymoon, they're trying to decide where in the world they want to go is what type of things do you feel they should take into consideration? And, and I was going to kind of, you know, lead into that question by stating one thing that I feel they shouldn't do is go asking where all their friends went on their honeymoons. <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing they shouldn't do. Second thing they shouldn't do is go to TripAdvisor. Yep, yep. Agreed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, they really need to talk to each other, ask each other questions, because what one is envisioning for the honeymoon, the other one may not be. So ask each other, what is it that you are expecting from a honeymoon? 
what is the budget going to be? You know, what kind of emotions do you want to happen on this honeymoon? How long do we want to go for? I mean, you know, what activities do we want to do? And I recommend to couples that they write this down. You know, they kind of come up with a list of questions and then each go off on their own and write the answers down that they are expecting and then plan a date night to go over them. Like go out of the house, go to a restaurant or a picnic or do something that you normally do together where all you're going to talk about and do is read each other's answers to these questions that you asked about the honeymoon. That's such an awesome idea. I love that. That's so perfect. Yes. Yeah. And it really, sometimes it may cause a little tiff or, you know, bring some awareness, but you know, that's okay. That's when you can make up, but it just really brings awareness to what the others are thinking and showing how we might assume something the other one is thinking and that's not what they're expecting. Of course. Of course. And I think that's when then, that's when then the uh, the travel advisor, the romance travel specialist comes into play and acts as the counselor <laughs> between <Right>. couples to, <laughs> to make them realize they both can can have what they want. We just kind of compromise and come to a middle ground somewhere. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so then you take those answers and you go to, you know, Kevin at Better Days Travel and say, look, these are this is what we're thinking about doing. This is what we know we we know we want, what we're expecting, and we need your expert advice. And of course, you know, you'll probably poke and prod and ask a few more questions, but that's that's what, you know, having a honeymoon expert is all about. Exactly. Or of travel course. Expert. Wonderful. So I know you've designed your fair share of honeymoons. Is there any that stand out in your mind, like above the rest that, I don't know, maybe something unique that a couple asked for or... Yeah, there was this one couple I'll never forget. I met them at a bridal show that I did out of out of state and she wanted to go to Spain for her honeymoon and do the, you know, architecture and food and history that for the honeymoon, but he wanted to go to the Caribbean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, they did both. They went to Spain and they went to Curacao. Oh, wow. <laughs> And they spent, uh, I forgot how many days. It was a little over two weeks, but it was really fun and unique getting them from the Washington, D.C. area to Spain and all of the hotels and all the intricates that were a part of that for a honeymoon in Spain and then getting them from Spain to the Caribbean and then from the Caribbean back to D.C. (laughs) That's so funny. And I'm going to tell you what's funny about that is the one honeymoon that stands out in my mind that I planned was a couple who could not make up their minds which place they wanted to go to. Uh So we did both. They they lived in like the middle of the country. They flew to Costa Rica, Uh did a week in Costa Rica, and then flew to Miami, Florida. And we had them a, a convertible Ford Mustang that they drove down to Key West. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it was just like, I'm like, listen, if you guys got the time to take off of work, I mean, let's do both. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. Why not? And I mean, fortunately, I mean, it's similar climates and destinations. So it wasn't like you had to pack totally different clothes. So I mean, it worked out perfect. So yeah, yeah, that's so funny. So funny. So I want to ask you, so obviously, again, this goes back to a personal preference for for everyone because everyone is different. But 
if you had to kind of name off the top of your head, what do you feel are some of the most romantic destinations in the world that a couple could think about for a honeymoon? Well, again, that plays into the part of of the couple, you know, but I mean, your typical Paris is definitely romantic. I think St. Lucia is a very romantic, probably the most romantic destination in the Caribbean. Hawaii is always at the top of the list. Any place in Italy, those are all top-notch places. Italy has always been a place that I've wanted to visit, but it's not till recently that we actually got one of those free Mm -hmm. trials for another one of those streaming services. It's like the Discovery Plus. Uh And and there's this show on there with Bobby Flay and Giada, and they're traveling all over Italy. And oh my gosh, I've been watching that show and I'm like, I want to go to Italy so bad. Oh, I haven't seen that. I need to uh, I need to watch it because yeah. I like them. They are so good. And like I said, they're just going to all the different little like unique little restaurants and cafes. And they're in talking with the owners and, and learning how to cook the different stuff. It's a really good show. Yes, definitely recommend it. That's so cool. Yeah, definitely have to check that out. Now, this episode is airing uh, at the beginning of February, so we're we're coming up on Valentine's Day, and mm-hmm. so it makes me think of this: is hopefully a lot of people we're going to hear a lot of I do's and and yeses and all of that around that day. But for a couple who who is newly engaged, how soon into the the whole thinking process of a wedding and stuff do you recommend couples to start thinking about planning their honeymoon? Yeah, I recommend start thinking about it, if you can, about a year in advance. You know, give yourself a good three months to think about where you're going to go, how, you know, the budget, what it's going to be like, you know, really give it some good thought and time. So you have a good three-month window, but I think start making your plans and reservations and getting with the travel professional about nine months in advance. Of course. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I've always said it seems like the couples that I work with, it seems like some of them come to me and it's almost like the honeymoon is kind of the thing that they've waited till like later in the process. And I'm like, no, like the sooner the better, (laughs) you know? Yeah, (laughs) right. Yes. Well, perfect. Perfect. Now, I don't know. Have you worked with any couples who want one of these? I'm going to say it crazy, but it's not crazy. I guess it's just whatever floats your boat. But these these different variations of the traditional honeymoon that I hear about, like the buddy moon in the mini mm-hmm. moons and the maxi moons. I never realized until I got into romance travel how many different <laughs> variations of the honeymoon there are. So it's funny you bring that up because I wrote a blog article Oh, it's been a, a little while, a couple of years ago. Okay. And it's wanting to know if you were mooned lately. <laughs> because there are many, many moons, and I have a list of 10 types of honeymoons that people take. <laughs> and yeah, so there's the honeymoon, which is the traditional honeymoon that the couple takes after their nuptials. There's the later moon. Oh. You know, a lot of people who can't go on a honeymoon directly after their wedding, you know, we had a lot of people have that happen with COVID. So they're going to take a later moon. And then there's the baby moon. And that's the honeymoon you take when you're about six months pregnant. 
four four to six months pregnant because this is the last time you go on a honeymoon, not having to worry about finding a babysitter and the last real adult getaway. You'll have adult getaways after you have the baby, but you'll still be calling back to check on the kids. <laughs> They're still going to be on your mind. So this is the baby moon. Then they have a family moon. And I've done a couple of these. And this is where you have blended families coming together. And they want to take the whole family on this trip. You know, it's not about just the husband and wife becoming one. It's about this family becoming a unit together. So they're they're going to do, do this and celebrate with a trip as well. So they take the whole family. And then the friend moon, I've noticed I've done several of those. And these are the ones who are, you know, having maybe their second or third marriage and they've already done the honeymoon and they know what it's all about. So the more the merrier. Let's bring our friends along. Everybody come along and have fun with us. That's so cool. I think I think the thing yeah. that's cool about with what you were just talking about was, and I think it's something important to state, is I think a lot of people, when you think of a honeymoon, people think of it as that the first marriage in your life. And, you know, you take that romantic honeymoon and I mean, let's face it, we live in a world where there's divorce, there's remarriage. And I feel like with couples, it's like, even if you're, it's later in life, you can still take a honeymoon. You deserve to take a honeymoon. You can. Any trip can be a honeymoon. Whenever my husband and I travel together, we were in, I don't I think we were in Jamaica and I was in the gift shop and the lady said, oh, so why are you here? Is it your honeymoon? I said, it is. And he just looked at me. He's like, no, it's not. I said, yes, it is. I said, we can act like it is. I said, we can act like it tonight with the, you know, tub out on the balcony and stuff. It's our honeymoon. And she got a kick out of it. She's like, that's right. It's always a honeymoon. uh, You know, I love love that mentality. I think that's awesome. I love it. (laughs) Yep. So make every trip with someone a honeymoon. Exactly. I, I think that's such an awesome way of thinking about it. That's wonderful. So now I have to ask, what was it that got you into this industry, specifically, you know, diving into, you know, romance travel? Well, the romance travel part came really from watching my parents' relationship and how it was always front and center and a priority to them. You know, they always wanted... And, you know, growing up and seeing them, they were involved in a group called Marriage Encounter, where you they would go on weekend retreats and they would focus on their marriage. They didn't have marriage problems when they went to this. They just wanted to have a stronger marriage. And, of course, you know, being a seven to 10 year old kid, I'm thinking, why are they doing this? You know, and now looking back on it. I see that, you know, by them putting their relationship first and foremost, well, of course, you know, they did this through church. So they put God first, then their relationship, and then, you know, themselves and the kids and all that were, were first. And that example they set for me and my brothers and sisters, it really resonated with me. You know, I mean, it really left a lasting impression. Like, watching their love and they they never traveled they they didn't have the desire to and they didn't have the finances to but i knew i wanted to find a man that loved me as much as my dad loved my mom and have that relationship but see yeah. the world <laughs> so that's how i got into romance travel that's so awesome i love it i love it 
It is. And their love story, you know, continued on. They couldn't live without each other. They passed away within 24 days of each other. Wow. That's how strong their love was. Absolutely. That's just what a beautiful. I mean, that's so beautiful. I it love is. it. And, and, and just and since, you know, talking about your parents and stuff, just a little side note, if you don't mind sharing, because I know you wrote a book called The Santa Princess. I did. Yes. yes. And and I actually had ordered one of those books, not for myself, but for 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 my best friend, for her daughter. And yes. Would you mind sharing where that, that came? Because was it your dad who would be yeah. Santa? So I also, before I got into travel, I was a photography studio owner and a photographer. So I had this full-fledged photography studio and Christmas time was huge because my dad was Santa and he was a real, you know, he was the real Santa. My mom made his Santa suits. He had a real belly, a real beard (laughs) and the real heart of Santa. And I mean, he just was so gentle and kind with these kids and everybody loved him. And so it was so fun to work with him. And watch them with the kids. I mean, we would book up months in advance. Our Santa weekends would sell out in no time. And it was because we were patient with the kids because most kids scream and cry when they see Santa. Well, that would hurt my dad's feelings. And we would spend 20, 30 minutes to get the kid to stop crying and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, dad, we got to hurry up. But <laughs> my dad was the most compassionate man and the most loving man. And he saw every, like he truly had a Santa heart. And that's how we grew up feeling that kind of love that intensity of that spirit. And so somebody, I was wearing one of his Santa suits one time because I shut my studio down and opened up the travel business. And I was going to a Christmas party one night, couldn't decide what to do, what to wear. You know how women are. We can't decide what to wear. (laughs) I have nothing to wear. I didn't have a cute Christmas outfit. So I'm like, well, just I'm putting on the Santa suit. I don't care. (laughs) And so I did. And I put the Santa suit on and somebody said, oh, you're Mrs. Claus. And I'm like, oh, I'm not. And my dad, my dad was alive at the time. I'm like, I am not Mrs. Claus. I am. I'm Santa's daughter. I'm his daughter. I am the Santa princess. And when I said that, I got chills and I went, oh, I am the Santa princess. And there needs to be a book about the Santa princess. Oh, my God. And so that's how the book idea came about. And I made the book about Santa's daughter, whose her name is Mary, as in Merry Christmas, and how she was jealous of the elves because they had special talents. And Santa showed Santa and Mrs. Claus, you know, showed her that her true talent was making others feel loved. And that's what he taught us growing up. Oh, you made me cry, Kevin. (laughs) Um, Because, I mean, it's true. You know, feeling loved and making others feel loved is such a special gift that I think people don't realize and they take for granted. And, you know, that kind of goes over into the romance travel, too. It's, It's really all about love. Love is the most powerful thing there is. And love can do so many things at at small levels. So that's how the book came about. I love it. That's such a beautiful story. I think just you and and, and I'm sorry to make you cry. I didn't mean to make you cry. No, it's okay. It's good tears. It's but good it is. Tears. And, and I just appreciate you sharing so much. I mean, I just think 
I've known you for quite some time. I know you're an amazing, amazing person. And I only believe that's because of you came from some amazing sounding parents. And exactly. that's just, that's so awesome. So awesome. Wow. Now, another question I want to ask, and, and I think it kind of comes into what you were last saying was, in this day and age right now, we're living in the crazy times of COVID-19. If, if a couple, whatever stage in life they are, if they're, if they're getting married, they're thinking about taking a honeymoon, do you have any recommendations for them? And what I started to say with tying it into what you last said was having that love for one another, I feel like it will get you mm-hmm. through anything, any stages of life. And, and so I think that's such an important thing to just remember. It's not the trip that's going to make your marriage. You know, it, it's your love for one another. Yep. It's not the trip. It's not the wedding. Yep. It's the marriage. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean... I had brides freaking out during COVID and they were like, I can't do this. They're making me change and I can afford to get married. And I'm like, I can't afford all these changes. And, but she was, you know, this is just one bride that was being a diva. And I'm like, it's not about the wedding. It's about the marriage. And it shouldn't, you shouldn't worry about whether it's on a beach somewhere or, you know, just be happy that you've got somebody supporting you and loving you and and to be with right now, because, you know, there are so many people that are alone at this crazy time. So just keep the marriage and the relationship at the forefront, the honeymoon, the wedding, the decorations, the dress, all of that means nothing. When you come down to it, you have each other. And that's what you need to focus on. And I mean, I think that is such like a true thing for Everything in life is I've always said that that family is the world. And I think that goes down to is just the love and you can get through the unimaginable. But but that's great. But do you have any tips for somebody thinking about trying to plan a honeymoon right now in this crazy, crazy uh, time we live in? <laughs> yeah, so definitely. Number one tip. Call your travel advisor. Call Kevin and say we want to go on a honeymoon. First of all, you can only go to certain places. Exactly. So why would you want to try to sit there and figure out what places you can go to on your own when Kevin at Better Days Travel already knows what places are open? And then what are the protocols you need to get there and get back? There's so many additional things going on that you need professional help with. So you don't have to worry about that way you can worry about all of the other things with the wedding and things like that. And then just keep in mind. And I think a lot of people have already learned this because we're so far into the pandemic is you just have to go with the flow. And if you have to reschedule your honeymoon, you have to reschedule it. And if you have to change the destination, you have to change the destination and it's going to be okay. But definitely seek the advice and the guidance of a travel professional. Well, wonderful. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yes. I know. <laughs> I, I'm sitting here as I'm, I'm listening to you talk, and I'm sitting here thinking to somebody listening to this who a honeymoon is the last thing on their mind, and they're probably thinking, why in the world am I even listening to this podcast episode? But I feel like there's so many things that you've said today that apply to everyone. And it applies to all of us of just reminders about love, about being easygoing, about just realizing what truly matters in life. 
you know, and I, I just, I love it. I think it's wonderful. Yes. Thank you. I'm glad. I was, I'm glad to spread that message. Absolutely. Now, is there anything else that you have to share that you would like to say, especially to, like I said, anybody listening, you know, today who's uh, ready for a honeymoon, whether they're getting married or they've been married for 50 years? <laughs> yeah. So just remember that it's the main thing. It's about the love. It's about being together. It's about always having something to look forward to, whether it's a trip or a date night or a dinner cooked at home together or a TV show you're going to watch together. You can make all those little things special. So keep that anticipation and the excitement going. And for the couples that have been married and have kids, give yourself permission to go away together because you're really setting a good example for them as well. You're not leaving them. They're going to be fine. In fact, they'll probably have more fun while you're gone. But go away together as a couple. Leave the kids behind and go have another honeymoon or two or three. (laughs) Wonderful. That's beautiful. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Kevin. Oh, like I said, you are the lady who I knew would kick off this month of romance, and uh, we certainly did. So thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Hey, guys, it's Kevin again. I just wanted to pop in real quick. OMG, is she not out of this world? Oh, my gosh. Shannon is just one of those most amazing people ever. She's one of those people, as I talk to her, she just like makes you want to be like a better person. She just inspires you to, I don't know, just live life, love life. And I don't know. I just get so excited every time I talk to her. And today it was definitely no exception. Anyways, if you are loving the idea of thinking about a honeymoon or just some type of romantic getaway for you and that love of your life, well, if you want to dive a little deeper, I have left a link in the show notes to a recent blog article I have written where I dive into my five top tips for planning your romantic honeymoon. Just remember, honeymoons don't just have to be what everybody thinks of the trip right after you get married. Every trip you take as a couple can be a luxurious romantic honeymoon in whatever setting you choose. And that's the lowdown on life and travel. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe for more. Want to hear more from Kevin Lowe? Be sure to follow his travel agency, Better Days Travel, both on Facebook and Instagram at Better Days Travel. Please subscribe to his weekly newsletter that hits your inbox each Sunday morning. Just visit www.betterdaystravel.com. That's www.betterdaystravel.com to sign up. And until next time, just keep living and enjoy life like it was meant to be. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? 
Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.